0: It's time for another deep dive into the Jedi archives, so let's sift through the sacred text, burn the tree, and stretch out with our feelings. Remember, for knowledge and defense only, Peter. Stop attacking my deep dives. I'm Mike. That's, it's that simple. This week, it's that simple. <laughs> was I just supposed my, to say something? <laughs> no, not yet. I was just going to come <laughs> up with, I had a clever, pithy thing in mind, and then I was like, no, just Mike. Okay. And this is Peter. Just Peter. How the space are you, Pete?
1: Uh, honestly, bloated. Okay. I went to a Brazilian steakhouse for the first time last night. It was no joke. I still have the meat sweats.
0: I don't know what that is, but I'm just assuming, and I don't want you to respond that it's basically <laughs> the meat equivalent to a Brazilian wax job. So, how would that even <clears throat> functionally work? But- i'm just assuming i said i didn't want an explanation <laughs> let's get on with the show all righty then this week um well actually let's we, can we talk about a little bit of our, what's going on yeah, this yeah, yeah. before
1: we jump into the meat okay the, before we jump into the meat. meat sweats let's just <laughs> chat
0: about what's been going on so we finished season two it was an awesome season mm-hmm. um and do you know what just quick aside i don't want to get too deep into this although if you want to attack me that's totally fine I really miss Rebels, given everything that's going on with Star Wars. Um, Hmm. Star Wars Resistance is about to wrap, or just wrapped. I'm not completely current. I'm like an episode or two behind. Are you caught up with that? I'm not. I'm not loving it, is all I'm going to say. I still watch it, but it makes me miss Rebels.
1: Well, I miss Rebels every day. So I, I, I think I'm a little more positive on Resistance than you are.
0: Yeah, I'm really trying.
1: I'm halfway through the second half of season one.
0: Okay, okay, you're so far behind. All right. Uh, Okay. Well, maybe we'll chat about that at the end of the episode. But anyways, it's making me really miss Rebels. And um, so during our break between season two and season three, which we're working on and really excited about, we have some really crazy guests, really funny, uh, really awesome. Shouldn't use the word crazy. I don't like the word, actually. Some really (laughs) terrific guests. Trying to destigmatize mental health here. Um but we are recording some bonus episodes this one included but we also have a trove of bonus episodes we are going to be releasing
1: should we say who with um sure yeah i, won't, I mean let's say first of all you know we're figuring some stuff out i think we want to be really consistent with how we're releasing the episodes last season was a little hard for us to do that so we might be taking a longer break than previous so we can really bank a bunch of episodes and do it right, and get them out to you in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. But as Mike mentioned, don't be disheartened. We will be doing a ton of bonus episodes. This is an example. We'll do some fun, wacky ones. But Mike, would you like to generally introduce the new series we will be doing for the next couple months while we bank Rebels episodes?
0: I'm just going to throw it out there. We're recording Star Wars Dungeons and Dragons episodes with our good friend Crystal Beth and chris sanchez Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous is all i'll say (laughs) they are just stupid and silly and fun and for all of you really deep cut nerds dungeons and dragons star wars is about the deepest most ridiculous thing you can do (laughs) yeah we're doing it and it's it's just so stupid i can't wait to show you that's all i can say
1: and i'll also say that i I'm not a and d nerd. This is the first time I've ever done anything D&D related. So we are trying as much as we can to make it accessible to everyone. We're just, you know, you can be really hardcore into D&D or you can just like a good story and some chuckles. Yeah, so, I,
0: I would say this is definitely more on the silly side. We don't take yep. it very seriously. Um, so that's all I'll say. But let's just get into this episode. Yeah, totally. Um, with us today, we are super excited. Um, she hails all the way from
2: from pittsburgh (laughs) i'm so
0: (laughs) glad you filled in that (laughs) Um, probably should have asked before yeah Yeah. it's
1: it's our good friend sam
2: hello 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 i'm very excited to be here
1: yeah so sam came to us through the itunes contest she was the winner and left a fantastic review which we really appreciate and welcome to the show how the space are you doing
2: I'm doing very well. Very excited. This is the first podcast I'm talking
1: on. um, (laughs) Nice.
2: It's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you want to tell the people a little bit about you and your Star Wars love and how you feel about Rebels and maybe introduce what we're talking about today? Because we're doing a deep dive that you picked.
2: Absolutely. Okay. So I am very hardcore Star Wars fan. Particularly, I got really into it during the Clone Wars. Um, yeah. Definitely Ahsoka is my favorite character of just, Ooh, like, everything. Yep. But, um, Rebels is my all-time just, like, favorite, like, Star War. Definitely.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, nice.
2: um, it's something I binge-watched it, like, five times. <laughs>
3: totally fair. So,
2: very into it. And... Um,
1: you yeah. might be more qualified than we are.
2: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have the podcast. Let me rephrase this. Now.
1: You're you're definitely more qualified than we are.
2: Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I mean, anytime you want me, I'm here. So. you yeah, are just
0: going to be our new backup resource. <laughs> okay, you just, yeah. You'll just always anytime. be in the background correcting us when we say stuff. Yeah. yeah. But here's yeah. the question for you. Have... You've heard a couple episodes. Have you ever heard us say something and be like, that's incorrect? Ooh. Ooh good question. <sighs> I so don't love, know if... I don't know if... You, you probably don't have we a won't be offended. where you write that down, but I wish okay. you did. We're incorrect about a lot.
2: I'm trying to think of like times where I've been like, you're <laughs> incorrect, but there's some times where it's like... um, Sometimes you're talking about something and you're like, oh, I don't know, because I didn't actually read this thing. Like, I think it might have been like the Ahsoka novel. Or I know a lot about the Siege of Mandalore. And like, you kind of brush over that a lot. And I'm like, (laughs) I know.
0: Oh, my gosh. (sighs) We totally don't know about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's one panel that Dave Filoni did in um, a Celebration that's like on YouTube. And he talks about it like a lot. So okay, I don't cool. know if it's like spoilers for season seven of Clone Wars, but hmm.
1: that might be a fun deep dive to do before the Siege of Mandalore comes out.
2: Yeah, that would be really intense. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. Crazy. Good to know. Good wow, to know.
0: I love know. that. Yeah. We are unapologetically <laughs> wrong about a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: well, that's cool. But we love yeah. it. And that's all that matters is that. So it. would you like to introduce what we are chatting about today?
2: Absolutely. So I think... Tr- what are kind of like weird topics but um we are talking about um kyber crystals also known as lightsaber crystals um and also the one the only the space pirate hondo onaka
1: (laughs) yes nice all right on
0: me a lot hondo got a lot better come rebels he was just
1: yeah Mike, you ready to jump into this?
0: Uh, I am ready. Sam, you ready to just dive into this? I'm ready. All right. Cool. Yeah, so we're going to chat about kyber crystals, like you said, known as lightsaber crystals i've heard living crystals i f- think i've heard them just called kyber and mm-hmm. and i know what okay maybe you this is your first chance to jump in <laughs> what were they called in they like long ago were called something else
2: oh i don't know about
0: that oh okay i uh, think or, i think the name evolved kyber came from
2: oh yeah um something it came from something that basically sounds like Kyber.
0: Yeah, it was like so close. It's like, why'd you even change it? Yeah, exactly. Looking it up, Kaber. Okay, Kaber is what it changed
1: from. Kyber to Kaber to Kyber. Sure. Oh well. Yeah, I was looking up too, and I saw Kyber is a word of Hebrew origin, meaning Whoa. a fort, castle, or place. So oh. I don't. I think I was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, you are. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Why don't you take it away, Sam?
2: Okay. So kyber crystals are kind of force attuned crystals that were used by Jedi and the Sith and other force users to kind of power lightsabers, also super weapons like the Death Star. Um So they grew in rare positions throughout the galaxy, um, most notably we've seen them in the ice caves of Ilum, um, we saw Ezra get them uh, from the Jedi Temple in Lothal, um, and also they're in places like uh, Jeddah. And so cr- these kyber crystals are made of both organic and inorganic matter. Now, in the Star Wars universe, I don't know if organic means that they kind of have some sort of sentience or it's like mm. the Earth definition of yeah. organic matter where it's anything with carbon in it. Mm. Um,
0: I like the sentient idea. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, because I, I personally believe that the Kyber crystals are sentient and I think that's backed up in the Darth Vader comics um Mm -hmm. the fact that you can take a kyber crystal and i don't know if i'm stepping on your deep dive here and corrupt it and basically basically make it bleed almost and turn red i mean that's the sentience to me i don't know it seems like it
1: see i don't like the idea of them being sentient because in my mind i'm like picturing like every time you turn on the lightsaber it's like electrocuting it and it's just (laughs) like
3: ah it hurts so much
1: oh my god it's so dark
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's more so of they only have um, as much organic matter as to be a conduit of the force more so rather than having its own sentience. So it kind of takes on the sentience of like the user.
3: Um,
2: But yeah, that's sort of how I've been thinking of it Um, instead of kind of having its own mind and being able to talk to people because that would be, be weird
0: yeah that might be too far that'd be like your roomba being able to like talk to you my roomba
1: does talk to me it's creepy oh
0: i don't like that
1: it's got like a voice and like one time in the middle of the night you're just like sleeping and it's just like starting now oh (laughs) Oh, my god who's in our house
0: (laughs) oh well that's better that's better than it being like here i know your fears and dreams and hopes yeah it does that too okay
2: cool lol (laughs) um,
1: That's what that that joke deserved (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, So they're also known as being Very kind of sturdy and Stable in different Temperatures and different pressures because Obviously they're built In lightsabers so that's basically An explosion every single you turn It on Um, (laughs) they are also Known to also grow on the walls Of lava tubes and caves And fault zones and also within Like veins of Um, kyberite which is kind Mm. of the base that they grow on Mm. Um, and they're also known to react a lot with life forms but not inanimate objects Mm. yeah so um, so we know a lot of that people have used kyber crystals to um, kind of change um their structure in a way, yeah. like um uh Galen Urso who found a way Ugh. to without the force use kyber crystals to make deadly weapons.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Did you read Catalyst?
2: I read like the first chapter of absolutely, Catalyst.
0: <laughs> absolutely in my top three Star Wars books. And it is they go so deep into Kyber Crystals and mm-hmm. how Galen Urso and his wife um lyra 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 lyra, lyra. Oh, that's golden compass never mind um <laughs> yeah and it, it is amazing it's a bit stiff and scientific but i think that's what i like about it
2: but, the yeah. weird thing is that so i study biology mm. and like i'm very like science minded however mm-hmm. i feel like when it comes to star wars i feel like eh, i'm okay with science i don't really do it <laughs> i like the yeah. weird spiritual philosophical yeah. side.
0: No, mm-hmm. I'm a hundred percent with you because this isn't sci-fi. This is fantasy, just yeah. space fantasy. So I'm with you. I don't need. I don't need the deep explanations. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like <laughs> yeah. So more about Kyber crystals. Um. Uh. So Jedi younglings went through the gathering, which was <laughs> I love um, that an episode.
3: Arc, <laughs> a beautiful art. <laughs> Wookiee.
2: Um, yes, the Wookiee. He is the best. Um so it's kind of like a I th- I see it more as like a trial going from mm-hmm. youngling to padawan um where mm. they have to get the their kyber crystal so they can build their own lightsaber but it's also a journey of self-realization. Mm. And our little Wookiee needs to learn um patience Breathe. and um <laughs> There's trust and selflessness. So it's much more than just picking a Kuiper crystal. It's much more of a journey. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah. So um, within that arc, we also see uh, the younglings creating their lightsabers and kind of resonating their own force essence into the crystals to work with it and so it really becomes a part of themselves before making the saber blade and making the saber itself is kind of an act of like really heavy meditation Mm. Um, and it's much more so as the lightsaber. Instead of really being held by nuts and bolts, it's held together by kind of like the force.
1: Ooh, yeah! I never really thought of that.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: It there's no no nuts and bolts, so they're just always. What if someone just like stubs their toe and loses concentration for a second, their lightsaber falls apart on the belt? Oh <laughs> <laughs> like I bet, like all these jock Jedi were like nerd. You <laughs> dropped your lightsaber. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just seems inefficient to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I was interested in is, do you have any information on the formation of Kyber Crystals? I did a little bit of research. There isn't much, but I like thinking about that. Like, are they of the universe? Are they something more mystical? Or are they just completely natural? Ooh. Like that stuff's kind of interesting.
2: So what I found on it was that they end up growing a lot on places of just like really intense conditions, whether Mm. or not they're in an ice cave or if they're on lava tubes or something like that. And I think it's kind of a way of kind of the force kind of (laughs) protecting them in a way, Mm. because if you go into the ice caves of Ilum, well... It's ice. It all looks mm. like crystals. And even you see that one kid whose name I'm definitely going to forget. Um, he goes back out to Master Yoda with, um, just like water in his hand, thinking it was a crystal the whole time, which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And so it's much more like I saw, um, earthquakes and, um, all like earthquakes can, kind of make them come up from the earth of Hmm. um, where they're found. So it's kind of, I think that the force is playing a factor in kind of generating them, but it's also like they're rocks that grow. They (laughs) tend to be special (laughs) rocks.
1: Yeah. I think you're probably right. Um, uh, Catalyst especially seems to suggest that, that it's just naturally occurring um one theory i saw that doesn't hold a lot of weight but i kind of like it is that in the novelization of rogue one Chirrut has a line where he says the strongest stars have hearts made of kyber mm-hmm. i can't remember if he, said he that says in the that or movie. Movie. not okay in the movie too. and so people were wondering what does he mean by that does he mean mm-hmm. they literally come from stars
0: no mm-hmm. no 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 he's referring to like lady gaga like the strongest stars. It's like a- <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: Okay, I get it. I get it. But there's a theory an astrophysicist chimed in and he's saying that there is a theory in real world physics where white dwarf stars start to degenerate and become black dwarf stars Mm -hmm. and Uh then the cooling matter becomes crystallized and that matter could theoretically be used to focus intense amounts of energy. Uh So he's saying that it could indicate, I doubt that the Star Wars creators were thinking of this, but (laughs) it could be a cool parallel that you know, somewhere like Jeddah was formed maybe by, mm. it was right on the cusp of a degenerating black, like a star. And it flung this matter that kind of implanted itself into mm. these things of incredible power. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I think that's like kind of a cool, almost supernatural, just weird occurrence yeah. that I kind of, I kind of like, but I don't think there's any canon sources to back that up.
2: Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. That was real interesting there. Mm. I never put
1: that together yeah or you know they're just babies with like a mommy metachlorian and a daddy metachlorian
0: like each other (laughs) that's not how it works peter there's a stork metachlorian
1: oh okay cool thanks (laughs) cool i love (laughs) (laughs) metachlorians did you have anything else you wanted to chat about crystals so
2: crystals They're normally colorless um, until somebody kind of imbues their force essence into it, which is always fun. Oh,
0: interesting. I love that Mace Windu imbued purple then. Absolutely. (laughs)
2: Um, So typically when you first get a crystal and you're putting your force essence into it, that's typically like a Jedi thing to do. Um, So it's, you know, blue, green, purple, Mm -hmm. yellow. And stuff. Um, But, Sith, and going back to what you said earlier before with the Vader comic. Mm. I love that Vader comic, by the way. It is. mm -hmm. So good.
0: Probably my favorite arc there is.
2: Mm -hmm, Definitely. That last issue with the weird lava form Vader was so great. But... So Sith kind of like inject their darkness and corrupt them and make them bleed turning them red um which is different than legend stuff because legend stuff they're kind of like synthetic crystals or whatever. Yeah. Um, but bleeding is cool. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the name of a Mike Chemical Romance album.
2: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> And so, um, but we know that this corruption can kind of be undone, like Ahsoka does, um, yeah. with her novel, um, where she kind of hears crystals calling to her. Um, so she knows they're kind of like her crystals. And so she goes to the source of the sound and wow, it's one of the inquisitors. So she has <laughs> a great lightsaber duel where she doesn't have a lightsaber. And so she ends up, like, putting her force energy into the Inquisitor's um, crystals and blowing up the entire Inquisitor saber and taking the <laughs> crystals for herself and taking mm-hmm. her uh, bag of spare parts out of her pocket and making some really badass uh, white lightsabers.
1: They're so cool. They're cool. They are. And she is such a badass. She's just using attachment therapy, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, back to one thing you said, The Crystals Call to Her is a Morrissey album. Whoa. The, the
2: Mortis album? Mo-
1: Morrissey. Morrissey. Is it really? No. Okay. I, just, I, I was Chris- building under oh. my chemical romance joke.
0: I know, wow. but mine was better. No. I hate you. Thanks. Uh,
1: I'm glad we're doing a break.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad that you're doing a
2: break. I want you, more episodes.
1: Yeah, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Cool.
2: Yeah. And also, um, Sith also used them to make super weapons. You know, the Death Star was made. The Sith Temple on Malachor um, mm. was also noted to use kyber crystals to kind of drive its power.
0: And they can also be made to use guns, as we see with Ezra's bubble gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the <one> th- yeah. <laughs> I feel indifferent about that at best.
1: Yeah, I feel like there was a legend story. I'm really hazy on this, where some someone focused like kyber crystals into like a kyber crystal handheld gun, yeah. and I just thought that was weird.
0: I mean, if it can happen on Death Star scale, yeah, it can. Happen. I think
1: I'd prefer it if like it was just like a cannon and then it shot little lightsabers.
0: Yeah, you said that before. That's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Did I? <laughs>
0: yeah, you've said that so many times, and I, I, it's really funny.
1: <laughs> I think it would be really fun.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. So, we know that there's a lot of, like, weird Kuiper crystal things, like the Ezra saber, Mm. also Mm -hmm. Kylo Ren's fuzzy saber. Oh,
0: the corrupted, yeah. 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 Unstable.
2: Yeah, and we also know that materials like um, cortosis can disrupt the crystals and Mm. kind of hinder lightsabers inactive for some time. So, fun stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend um to anyone who's listening and to Sam and Peter, Read Catalyst. Mm-hmm. It is re- I, I don't know, I really like it. Um I also like James um Luceno. Luceno. Yeah, Luceno. I think he's a great writer and it just is one of the more nuanced Star Wars novels out there where it's not I don't know, it just it's, you know, it stands alone because it's a little more political and has to do with intrigue and politics and Kyber crystals and really sets up rogue one. And to me, I like rogue one, but at a time when I was feeling ambivalent about it, it really like made a foundation for that movie that just really, um, just made it better for me. And Poggle the Lesser's in it, so. <laughs>
2: That's the only reason I need. I'll read it right now. So
0: read it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, nice. I think there's only like three canon novels that I haven't read yet, and it's on my list,
0: <laughs> so. guys nice. it, is, yeah. it is good. Oh, man, speaking of canon novels, so stoked for Master and Apprentice to come out next month.
2: <gasps> I'm yeah. so excited. I love Claudia Gray mm.
0: so mm-hmm. much. She is so yeah. much. She's, she's great she's she's a star yes um yeah. yeah definitely my favorite star wars writer out there mm-hmm. uh, um amazing well that's a little bit about kyber crystals that's more than we've ever talked about kyber crystals or more <laughs> we have <laughs> but know. not in
1: that depth so that's great first of all that was very interesting and informative second of all i like this it's like someone else did my homework yeah this feels anytime, nice
2: anytime you want it i'm here i mean perfect Sam's
0: our new expert we just go to we're gonna have a we're gonna write a theme song for sam it's <laughs> Welcome to Sam's Corner and then.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, now it's time to talk about one of the more controversial Fair Um, characters in the star wars canon
1: yeah but let's leave your wife out of it right
0: uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh i love him so much you know what he says speak softly and drive a big tank <laughs> um it's our good friend hondo anaka
2: hondo onaka what a guy
0: <laughs> what a guy <laughs> i would love if that's where your deep dive ended <laughs> that's, <You laughs> that's what
1: like, well, okay, sure. This is his na- name of his biography. What a guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: what a guy. Um, so George Lucas created him for the Star for the Star Wars, for the Clone <laughs> Wars. Mm. Um, and so he was kind of meant to be just kind of a villain who's not really the real villain, because obviously that's kind of separatist kind of a thing. But he was just supposed to be like a kind of like a sleazy pirate driven by greed and selfishness and you know he ends up just having some fun with some Jedi and that's about all you need (laughs) Yeah, so Mm -hmm. he is a male Weequay pirate, Um, so he led the Onaka gang of pirates based on Florum during Clone Wars until um, the Empire disbanded the group, Um, and then he's just kind of on his own until you see him in Rebels. Oh my gosh. Um, And so he has a pet Kowakian monkey (laughs) lizard named (laughs) Hilf. Muck muck.
0: Pilf. <laughs> monk muck. I don't know how I feel about the word pilf. It's yeah. just too close to other. That's yeah. it.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: So, also, some point prior to the Clone Wars, um, Hondo had a romantic relationship with Hora yeah. Singh, but they separated later um he has a really funny line when he he's with aura saying and he looks at boba fett and he's like this one isn't mine right
1: it's uh, so funny wow it's that's, so funny that's a bold yeah. line
2: it really is he has a bunch of bold lines as you well know yeah so the first time we ever seen him, he kidnaps Dooku. Then he kidnaps Kenobi and Skywalker. Then he handcuffs them all together, basically. And we get the most glorious episode of Dooku, Obi-Wan, <laughs> and Anakin all held up by Hondo. I love so, that, yeah.
1: Yeah, yes. we actually guessed it on an episode of these are not the nerds you're looking for where we talked about that episode. Oh yeah. It was yes. very interesting to go down memory row with all Hondo and his yeah. slightly racist music.
3: Yeah, oh, no.
0: <laughs> My all time favorite character is Dooku. So that felt good. Yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the start of a beautiful friendship that Hondo has with Kenobi um which also inspires the (laughs) lines of one of my best friends was a jedi i'm pretty sure we were friends (laughs) from rebels that's
0: so sweet it's just so beautiful that is when i endeared himself to me that line
2: i think what i need from clone wars season seven is just another hondo kenobi meetup where they're just like hey friend And that's all I need.
0: Let's just ship them. That's the ultimate ship. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Friendship. Friendship. Do you think... Okay. The ultimate friendship, (laughs) guys.
1: Okay. Do you think Obi-Wan would say that about Hondo if he showed up in the Siege of Mandalore? Or would Hondo be like, my good friend? He's like, oh, jeez, this guy. Yeah, he'd play it like that. No (laughs) attachments. I don't
2: know. I, I don't know. Because... In the Onderon arc, um, when Anakin goes through Hondo to ship illegal weapons to Ahsoka, Kenobi just kind of has Anakin do it instead of Kenobi going to go see mm, Hondo. So, tasty. I don't
3: know. I mm.
2: Yeah. So, Hondo likes regularly raiding space, villi- space villages. Well, yeah, space villages <laughs> with spice so he can take the spice... And that's sort of like the payment method he uses. He likes to kind of transport spice around, and that's how he makes money, basically.
1: Oof. So he's Omar from The Wire. <laughs> he just he just knocks he just knocks over stash houses and steals their stuff yes, and sells it. You couldn't be more right.
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so. Um, Tondo eventually had slave one for a while during the clone wars because Boba Fett was kind of in prison for a little bit. So that's also fun.
1: Yeah, that is fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, he's such a weird guy. I love him on, uh, does he appear in, um, force, uh, forces of destiny.
3: Yes, yes,
2: yes, yes. I'm going to get to that. I'm just going to get to it it. now. I'll leave it. Um, (laughs) Or I can go in chronological order. It's it doesn't matter. Hey, I br- you do I brought you. It
0: up. But the, I, him and IG-88 kind of are just.
2: Him and IG-88. Yes. So, Forces of Destiny. We see Hondo and IG-88 kind of teaming up to go kind of collect the bounty on Kira's head. Yeah. Um, crazy. Yeah. And then Kira ends up. Uh, shifting the dynamic between Hondo and IG eighty eight, where they end up like fighting each other, and Kira runs free oh. as one does. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, seems seems right too. I think you could pr- you could play Hondo like that pretty <laughs> easily. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: <laughs> hey. Yeah,
2: yeah, so Hondo also was in the youngling arc that I talked about with yeah, Kyber Crystals. So
1: funny. Oh, I forgot that. Yes, that, that, so... That's, cool. that's fun.
2: Yeah, it's a really interesting arc because he goes from wanting to, like, kill the younglings to get their Kyber Crystals so he can sell them on the black market to eventually, like... Forming a bond with one of the younglings uh, and kind of looking like a mentor, more like he looks in Rebels <laughs> to Ezra, which is really bizarre to kind of shift within two episodes. So, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know what? His greatest strength and his greatest weakness, his loving heart.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So a fun fact is that the younglings come back to Hondo dressed in the disguise of uh, circus people to save Ahsoka, who Ahsoka um, (laughs) kind of got caught up with Hondo and she was kind of taken prisoner for a little bit and he was going to sell her off. So, LOL. Um, (sighs) (laughs) What a guy. Yeah. So (sighs) apparently he has really, really, really high expectations of circus acts because the circus manager kind of has a dialogue where he implies that Hondo killed off his last group of performers because they weren't up to his expectations.
0: Oh Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's a a very weird quirk. (laughs) It's a different light on him.
2: Yes. (laughs) Fortunately enough, he was too drunk to fight the younglings who were trying to save Ahsoka at the time. So he didn't get to killing the younglings. During the arc.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or or did he get drunk as an excuse? He's just too lighthearted for me to believe he was going to do it. Heart of gold.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah. So he ends up forming like this little bond with this Jedi girl, Katuni while fighting the separatists who come on and invade right after their circus act, kind of. And they have a really, really cute, like, nod at each other before Hondo escapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And showing <laughs> his heart of gold, um, which he obviously shows a lot with Ezra as well.
1: Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Well, Sam, thanks a ton for. Wait, I think I was promised a song. <laughs> oh, oh wait, we were getting
2: there. Okay. So. Yeah,
1: it's not over. It's I was, not I was over. promised a song.
2: Okay. So. <laughs> he did not so, know
0: about this.
2: Skipping Rebels things. Um. After Rebels, we know that Hondo kind of goes on uh, and ends up um, dealing with the First Order and we find him on the planet Batuu featured in the Disney's park, like Galaxy's Edge and we know that he gets to the millennium falcon and kind of uses it he has a new i think it's called um onaka transport systems and mm-hmm. everybody thinks that this like mechanic shop is just actually um it's just a cover for like sketchy dealings which it's hondo so it's probably um yeah. and so when he's with um when when he's with chubaka he ends up um, this is shown in like the book Um A Pirate's Price, which is like one of like the really, really kiddie novels. Um But um we see a beautiful lullaby that he sings to Chewbacca <laughs> while stri while trying to steal the Falcon. So um Jim Cummings, who plays Hondo, um, who voices Hondo, um S- uh, also did the audio bulk for Pirate's Price in which case he sings this beautiful lullaby which I will play for you oh
0: my gosh <laughs> a lullaby
1: like my sweet mother might have sung to me if she had not been so busy teaching me to pick pockets <laughs> hush little wookie don't say a word and
3: those going to toss you off this bird <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Said Jubaga. and if this bird can fly away, this will be lucky day. That's it. Th-
1: that was like <laughs> spoken word. <laughs> I know. I would. I would read. I want to go through that audiobook just so I could hear Jim Cummings do the voice for like Absolutely. a couple hours. Oh my gosh!
2: Yeah, I really want to see because they have the. And have you seen the video of the animatronic Hondo?
1: Yeah. yeah i love it and it's also horrifying
2: it's, i love it and it looks like a high school <laughs> science teacher and it's the funniest thing <laughs> in the world but it's the most hondo thing
3: yeah if you Seriously. really think
2: about it so i would love to see go to disney and see the hondo animatronic just singing lullabies like he can have <laughs> like his own little corner of the cantina where he gets just like so drunk that he's just singing lullabies
1: I feel like I'm gonna have a nightmare about that.
2: <laughs> okay, great.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds like a
2: good nightmare.
0: <laughs> if there was one person you'd want to go drinking with, though, it might be Hondo. Like, yeah, probably. I don't, I
2: don't know about that. Or because Dexter. The one time that Obi <laughs> Wan and Anakin like go drinking with the pirates, they end up being held hostage and sold for ransom. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. Know, that's a little risky, right there.
1: Yeah, that's true. I think we could all agree. It would be ex- incredibly fun and incredibly dangerous to go drinking with okay. Hondo. Great. <laughs> cool. Beautiful. Um, was there anything else?
3: Um,
2: I think that's really it with Hondo. Perfect. Okay. sometimes. some cool. fun times.
0: amazing well thank you sam for not only coming on the podcast upstaging us with your knowledge <laughs> but also doing all the homework for us this yeah. was maybe the most easy breezy beautiful cover girl episode i've ever had to do <laughs>
1: sorry i just had to finish again, right?
3: yeah
1: good um do you want to plug anything do you have any anywhere people can check no, you Where out can people or add or tell you to get off your lawn to correct uh, for corrections?
2: Well, you can at me at (laughs) SamWowX on the Twitter. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can find me there if you want to (laughs) talk Rebels things. I will always be up for talking Rebels things. So, yeah.
1: Perfect. Yeah, and thank you so much for your view. Thank you for listening. It's, It's very nice. We have a small community, but they've all been so lovely when we've been chatting with them. So, it's nice to chat with you IRL and this was really fun so thanks so much oh
2: wait wait question for you guys before Uh we end what's the next pin
1: oh man can we can we announce I
0: don't know here's what we'll do we will tell Sam off air and leave (laughs) everyone else in the lurch yeah I
2: feel so special
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah it's a good one I'm really excited about this one in retrospect I feel like this is the one we should have done first
2: yeah. Is it Ezra?
1: We will Ooh. tell Sam on oh. a <laughs> um, Cool. And you know
0: where to find us on social media, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, at Rebels Rebels Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and at Gmail. We're still waiting to yep. get poems, so just email us your poems. <laughs> yeah, if you seriously yep. email me a poem, I will read it on air. Um, That's beautiful. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, and um, stay tuned for more fun, fun bonus episodes. If you have ideas for fun things you want us to do or or uh, talk about, send them our way. We're, taking, we're open for business, even though the actual episodes will be coming out a little slower and a little later. So we appreciate you hanging tight, and we are looking forward to getting back to season three.
0: Yes, and until next time, remember, be brave out there, and don't look back. Don't look back. Bye. Bye.